And God, that is our prayer this morning, that you would show us Jesus, that Jesus would be the focus of our hearts and our lives, our deepest desire. Draw us to you at this moment. Speak to us. Amen. During the Christmas season, I cannot help but be drawn to a little town in West Texas called Hamlin. It's where my great-great-grandfather settled after helping to build the state capitol in Austin. Grew up in California, so I didn't have a lot of Christmases in Hamlin, but the few that I had continue to draw me back to my faith. Anytime I would visit my grandparents in Hamlin, I didn't need an alarm clock. Nobody did. It's because every morning about 6.45, Mima and Granddad would go down and put on the coffee and start frying the bacon, cooking up the eggs, always kind of overdoing the toast a little bit. And those smells would be our alarm clock. Wonderful memories. You might think that all that bacon and eggs would have led to early deaths for my grandparents, but granddad lived to 100, eating bacon and eggs every morning. But as I think back on that, it wasn't just bacon and it wasn't just eggs and toast and coffee that I was smelling. It was love. It was faith. It was something deeper. The truth is that our power of scent is one of our strongest senses. And when we smell, we're not just smelling. We're experiencing. We're remembering. Smells touch something deep in us. And that's exactly what this scripture is saying this morning. I love that line, and it's the line that I want to focus on in the Scripture today, where it says that God thinks of us as a sweet aroma. If you look in your worship folder, you will see that line. God thinks of us as a sweet aroma. Now, when we first look at that, we might say, well, big deal. (laughs) What's the point of that? Well, We may have a hard time relating to that because the reality is today most of us smell pretty good. I suspect that most of us had a shower this morning. Most of us are wearing deodorant and cologne. We've brushed our teeth. I see a few of you even chomping on gum out there. So overall, (laughs) we smell pretty good. But at the time this scripture was written, this idea of God thinking of us as a sweet aroma was a powerful concept because during that time, The truth is, people stank. (laughs) They they, they couldn't help it. That was the reality. At that time, they did not have the sort of plumbing that we have. In fact, in the streets of the cities, in the streets of Jerusalem, there was basically open drains, open sewage. In fact, anything that smelled good was considered almost priceless. In fact, spices were on the same level as jewels in terms of their value. Two out of the three gifts that were brought to Jesus were actually items that had very strong, powerful, wonderful fragrances, the frankincense and the myrrh. It was a powerful concept then because they were so used to things not smelling good. 
So when scripture says that God thinks of us as a sweet aroma, it's a powerful thought and a powerful concept. What's being said with that is that God thinks that we are priceless and precious and valuable and that we can overcome that which stinks around us, that we can have a greater impact on our world. It's a powerful concept here that we are called to touch people in those places of memory, that we are to emit the aroma of Christ and draw people to faith. Makes me wonder what Joseph and Mary experienced or the sense of smell when Christ was born. What stands out about Christmas is not just the sights and sounds, but the smells. It was probably that way for Mary and Joseph on their first Christmas. After that holy night in Bethlehem, when the Son of God became flesh, the smell of a barn had a whole new meaning. Never again would they smell hay the same way. It was an experience that transformed the smell of a barn into the smell of a miracle. It was the smell of God come to earth. It was the smell of life. I love that line that when they smelled the hay in that barn, it was the smell of a miracle. Everything was being redefined in that moment. All of their senses were being reawakened. It was a powerful moment when the love of God was permeating who they were and their very lives. It was the smell of a miracle. What would a miracle smell like to you today? If you are one who dreams of having a child, maybe a miracle to you would smell like baby powder or baby lotion. If you have a dream of writing a book someday, Maybe a miracle to you would smell like the pages of a new book. What would a miracle smell like to you today? What miracle would change your world? We are the sweet aroma of God. That's who God thinks we are. A people potent enough and powerful enough to overcome the world, to permeate the world and change the world, to be miracle makers. As we go into the hustle and bustle of the Christmas season, every time our sense of smell is stimulated, it can serve as a reminder that we are called to be the aroma of Christ in our world. When we walk through the perfume section of the department store or step into a candle shop, smell the sweet scent of spiced tea, or catch a sniff of peppermint, a candy cane, we can be reminded that we are God's answer to the aromatherapy that the world needs. We are called to be aromatherapy for our world. What an amazing call is that. A spiritual exercise that I would challenge all of us to this season is 
when we experience the scents and the aromas of the season, to think about our calling as people of Christ, to think about our witness. I would invite you even this morning to begin to think of some people who God is calling you to minister to during this season. Maybe someone you know who needs compassion, friendship. Ask God to put some people on your heart this morning. And then think of yourself as the aroma of Christ. And as you enter that perfume section in the department store, let that smell remind you to again reach out to that person in your life. We are God's miracle makers. And we are surrounded by people who are ready for a miracle. People who are ready for that transformation. This scripture where it talks about God thinking of us as a sweet aroma is really about God thinking of us as miracle makers. We are the people through whom God impacts the world. So the question is, what kind of statement are we making? It's all about impact. I thought of some of the colognes that people wear, and there are some that really make a statement. (laughs) Some folks will spray on some cologne or some perfume, and you will know they are in the room. That can be a good thing. That can be a bad thing. But the question that comes to me is, when we are out in our offices, in our daily lives, what kind of statement are we making? Do people know we're in the room and that we represent Christ? Is the aroma of Christ coming through our words and thoughts and actions potent enough and powerful enough to actually change the level in a room? What kind of statement are we making? Just as the sweet smell of perfume can permeate a room without being so strong it makes everyone sick, so the people of God can permeate an office, a home, a construction site, a nursing home, or a city bus with the aroma of Christ. When we live out our faith, the impact is meant to be noticeable. One doesn't have to look far to find people who need the Spirit to help them find the breath of fresh air that Paul calls here the knowledge of Christ. They are everywhere. During this time of year when depression is rampant and the scent of despair fills so many places, the church has been equipped to make a difference. The need is for the life of Christ, hope, love, faith, and the knowledge that Jesus' coming really did make a change and make a difference. Take a moment and just breathe really deep. What do you smell? Maybe you can smell the coffee that's brewing in the gathering place and you can't wait to get there. Maybe you can smell the smell of a friend sitting next to you. But breathe again and breathe deeper. The question I have for us is, can we smell beyond? 
can we smell beyond the sense that are superficially around us? Can we, in fact, smell beyond these walls to the despair and the loneliness and the hurt and the misdirection that's a part of our community? Is it possible that the scent of Christ in our lives can permeate and overcome the sense of loneliness and despair and misdirection that's a part of our culture? Ultimately, this scripture, which describes us as the sweet aroma of Christ, is a challenge. A challenge for us to be the church that God is calling us to be. To respond to the needs of our community in deeper ways, in truer ways. As I look out this morning and I think of you, I praise God for you. I thank God for your presence here today. I thank God for your lives. I have seen God's transformation in many of you. My vision is to see what I see here expanded. And even this morning as I look out and I see each of you and I praise God for you, I cannot help but imagine at this exact moment the needs in our community. Someone who is just now waking up and perhaps feeling that sense of loss. Someone who perhaps is looking for direction and purpose in their lives. Someone looking for meaning. This scripture really is all about people. And it reminds me of our calling as a congregation to be a spiritual force in our community to provide places of hope and connection and direction to those who are searching for what we have already experienced. It's all about people. And we are called to be miracle makers in the lives of people around us. That's why when I look at where we are as a congregation, the word people comes to me rather than the word deficit. Yet we know that word is there and it's something that I have prayed about. I've asked God what we as a congregation can do together. And as I prayed, what came to me as I looked at this scripture and other scriptures is that we can be miracle makers but to ultimately touch the lives of people, we need to look beyond our current situation. I believe that God has a miracle for us. And as I prayed about it, a challenge came to me. And that was the challenge for us to finish this year strong so that we can begin the new year with a real eye for ministry. And so I prayed about it, and what came to me was that we, on, by Christmas Eve, could raise $50,000 above our regular giving and finish the year strong. The phrase that came to me was a miracle on 11th Street. How many of you have experienced miracles in your life on 11th Street? How many of you have already experienced a miracle here? Well, God has more miracles in mind for our community if we will simply continue to step up and believe that God can work through each one of us to make the miracle happen. God has called us to be miracle makers, the sweet aroma of Christ, transforming our community. I shared this idea with the board of directors and asked them to pray about how God would use each of them to be a miracle 
And I am excited to announce that as of this morning, over $13,000 has already been pledged from your board of directors. <laughs> what that says to me is that this miracle is attainable as we open ourselves to what God would have each one of us do. Are you ready for a miracle? One thing one of my mentors taught me is that for every material challenge, for every physical challenge, there is a spiritual solution. And so what I would ask each of you to do is to pray about how God would do a miracle through you. But the other thing I would continue to do is to call us to daily prayer every day from noon to 1 p.m. Many of you did that this last week as part of a challenge. And I would extend that challenge again to realize that every day between noon and 1 p.m., your brothers and sisters in this congregation are praying throughout this region. You may not be able to take the full hour, but even five minutes can make a difference, knowing that together we are praying about what God is doing. I'd also like to invite you to a special luncheon two Sundays from now on the 17th, a chance for us to look more at the vision that God holds for us to look beyond our current needs to the broader needs of our community and how God is calling us to be the sweet aroma of Christ, to permeate our community in the name of Jesus. Are you ready for a miracle? The miracle is in you through Christ. Amen.